Starburst Radio is sponsored by Arrow Films. Check out the latest releases on arrow.co.uk. Somewhere in space, this may all be happening right now. An adventure unlike anything on your planet. The story of a boy, a boy, and a universe. A big, sprawling space saga of rebellion and romance. It's a spectacle light years ahead of its time. It's an epic of heroes and villains and aliens from a thousand worlds. A billion years in the making. The event horizon of Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m. Exclusive to Fab Radio International. And welcome to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International with me, Mike Royce, and the. I'm, I'm not going to do it. You were waiting for an alliteration, but I can't. <laughs> but, but I would have to continue every week with one. So yeah. no, it's just Martin Unsworth. It's him, and it's Hello. not just. It's him. The, we're the editors of Starburst Magazine, the world's longest-running magazine of cult entertainment, and way better than lots of other magazines. Exactly, there you go. Yeah. Although that, that covers everything, even gardening magazines were better yeah, than yeah. that. Yeah, it just doesn't fit on the cover of the magazine. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's so, why we cut that bit out. That's that's it. So, hope everybody's okay. We're not. We're absolutely jiggered. I think that's a word. Yeah. It's not. It's not going to make sense to any of our American listeners. We're, but we're jiggered, jiggered without the pokery. Yeah, no pokery, just jiggery. Yeah, it's that time of the month where we've just had a weekend putting your magazine together. Issue number 424. Wow, I got it right. Yep. And it's going to be great. It is. What's it about, Martin? What's it all about? It's it's all about them pesky X-Men. Yep. It's apocalyptic, this one. Yep. I tell it's, you. It almost was. It, it was, yeah. The, the Putting the issue together was. It is... Well, we're obviously covering the film, and there's some people who kind of like them kind of films. Personally, I'm ooh, hit and miss on them. Um, some of them I like, some of them I don't. I like the second one, really hold it up there. First one and all, that was a, a game changer. And ooh, it's hit and miss after that. Love the Wolverine. Didn't like well, X-Men Origins Wolverine. Don't really a massive fan of Days of Future Past, So, uh, but I love... X-Men First Class, so it's like a light one, then a hate one, and a light one, and a hate one. They, they yeah. just dip in, in and out of quality. And, and you know, even with the, the uh, our, our um, shall we say, our young boy enthusiastic uh, director back in the seat, it's still not consistent. It's so More so, less consistent. Yeah, yeah. what's going to happen now? We've, he's reset the timeline and when interviewed about it, he says, well, some things, um, some things are as you remember them and some things will be a bit different. So you can make it up as you go along, I guess. Yeah. That's kind of it, isn't but it? But this magazine will try and uh, 
figure out this timey-wimey stuff that is off done. Listen, hey, you like straight. X-Men. Doesn't matter if this film's good or not. because We cover co- everything. Yeah, we cover the legacy of the series, the comics, the everything else games. leading up to it. Yeah, games and... And we look into it for you. Animation. Yeah, and you can have fun reading the mag, and then hopefully the movie will be ace as well, and you'll be happy. Yeah, uh, unlike the uh, the Batman versus Superman yeah. magazine we had, which was great to read, yeah. and didn't really follow through for the film. Do you remember when we were sat, before the film started, and I said to both of you, I said, at this moment in time, this exact moment in time, we don't know... And in our heads and in everything, this could be still an amazing film at this point. Yeah. We could be just about to watch an absolute mind-blowing film. At this moment in time, it's not happened. It's If it's bad, we're not aware of it. It's absolutely perfect still at yeah. this moment. Yeah. That's every film you that, go to. That's that what you should be thinking. I know, but when it's that big and you're at a premiere and everyone's there and everybody's all excited and they're all wound up and they've all travelled. Like us, there's a lot of people travelled all around the country to see that. Yeah. So so that makes it worse. I'm sorry, it does. I know there is anticipation when you go into your local cinema. There always is. I'm always, oh, I hope this is a good night out. But the build-up and the atmosphere... And and you stalking Alex Zane, you know, it got us all in the mood, didn't it? Yeah, well... He's a like... cheeky bugger, is Alex Zane, isn't he? Is he? A cheeky little monkey, isn't he? He's a scamp. Yeah, but all the pictures, but there he is in the background, hovering round. Yeah, trying to get in the pictures with me. I know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he looked upset, actually, at one point. Went near him, and he looked, he looked like, oh, what's going on? He's looking for someone. I think he was uh, probably waiting for his ticket. That's what I think he came over to me because he thought I thought I had some money for him or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He was disappointed anyway. Yeah. I, I was going to ask for a big issue, but... No, he didn't. He didn't have any. Yeah. He did all... He sold them all. Yeah. He yeah, did him good. while he was waiting. That's Funny good. guy. Funny guy. Anyway, last week, yes. Here's the up-to-date thing. We were late with the podcast uh, because we've had some tech issues and we've been putting the magazine together. It has gone up on the site tonight. It will be live on iTunes by around about midnight or one o'clock this morning and for the rest of the week you can listen to that. I will get this one will be up a lot quicker because we do not have a magazine to put together. And this week, not only have we done all that, I've got to catch up and get ahead with everything. We've got the film festival. We've had some great news today. Yep. We have got a... T- well, it's not signed yet, so I'm not going to uh, say anything in case uh, Balland is listening. Mr Cameron K. McEwen, our our friend Balland. Um, do you know what? I was humming a tune to him today. Oh, yeah. What was you it? know, uh, I was looking for some some stuff on YouTube to get, to get little sound bites and stuff, you know, that you do for the podcast. And then... Um, Macmillan and Wife, uh, the title oh, music yeah, yeah. feature. Just you know, I randomly sometimes pick some weird stuff, and it well, oh theme tune. I clicked on it for oh, I haven't heard that for a bit, and then and then I started humming a song about Cameron K. McEwen to the theme from Macmillan and Wife, which you'll think is quite strange. <laughs> And it was got like, Cam's he is a wanker, na 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 na, like that. Right, and that's yeah. actually what I was doing while I was doing it. I was thinking, because I was thinking of him and the fact that he's blocked me on Twitter. Oh, you 
fucking wanker. Um, that that's the ultimate. That is it. Oh, he's blocked me on Twitter. Hey, oh no, he's blocked me on Twitter. Been blocked by bigger people. Hey, we've been but we had a we had a scandal, but it's all been pieces broken out now. Yeah, and they've advertised with us. Yeah, that's wow, good. we've been unblocked and advertised with. Yeah. I feel God. That sounds like you've had a bit of fun in the dentist chair there, doesn't it? Well, yeah, awesome. unblocked and advertised with. The <laughs> it's like one of the old films. I used need to, to stop saying stuff like this. Hey, but, and you need to stop doing what you did on the la- last show. This <laughs> is very rare that I can. Get on my high horse because it's me that's beeped out. Jesus, that was it, that was. It makes a change. It's usually oh, sort God. of um, anything to do with disgrace. It was straight out. This was straight out. The guy's not even done anything yet, <laughs> and he it was all out there. Where where I said in the description, I said we, you revealed where he got his mojo from. Um, <laughs> so anyway, that that was good. But yeah, we got we got yeah my, yeah Camzy. Oh, but, you blocked us. Block me. He didn't block you. No, well, not yet. You're not annoyed him yet. So is there anything else you do while you're thinking of Kamsa? No, I don't really. Seriously, don't. And can I just say, I'm going to speak for a lot of people here. I would be very surprised if anybody did anything when they were thinking of him, other than maybe think, I'm glad I'm not him. Yeah. You know? Because uh, I bet a lot of people do that. I've Target got, practice? Yeah, I've got. well, I've got a list of people that when I'm thinking, oh, my life's not great, I've got all this to do, I'm a bit... At I've least a, I'm not. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, the new the, game. The at least I'm not list. Have you got one out there? I think you should have it. Have Email you got one? If yeah. you've got a list. Yeah, the, your list. Give us your I'm glad I'm not list. Um, at the top of mine, I can't say, because he was a Starburst writer a while ago, and uh, and I wouldn't want to land in any any trouble and cause World War Three because there's enough trouble and believe me when I say it, I've got enough problems of my own at the moment without that. <laughs> but yeah, it's um it's one of those situations the the but Camsey's right. He he has managed in about six months to be the top of that list. Because I just think of him and I think, oh thank you, thank you, thank you, whoever, thank you for the lottery of life that I am not him, you yeah. know. Anyway, there we go. And if yeah, if, I, do you know what? It, it, the funny thing is, I just didn't have time to do Where's Camsey. But when I get back, and we'll get into where I'm going in a minute, we I'm going to be gone for two two weeks. There'll be two shows without me. And yeah, you never know, I might haunt you and, and ring in and cause <laughs> a bit of trouble. Because then I'm off the leash then. Because I don't have to worry about the format of the show. I can just phone in and cause trouble. And, well, the and format I don't of the show's going to go right out of the window. <laughs> yeah, there won't be any format. But the, but is there a format? These, which it's, 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 it's very loose. It's very loose. Yes, that's how I like it. Yeah, it's an attempt at format, shall we say? So he's uh, he is what he is, but he's blocked me, so I didn't I didn't get a chance to do where's Camsey, so I'm going to have to catch up with his cheeky shenanigans on uh, on social media next time. But yeah, you, there's a bit, you do realise there's loads of us work here, and any time I want to see what you've been up to, Camsey, I can just have a look. I just go right. What's Balland been up to? And it's all there. And so ping, blocking ping, ping. me. And I get it, it's a symbolic gesture. Do you know what it is? That's his way of getting control of the situation. Yeah, pulling but it if, back. Yeah, but if he had control, I wouldn't be on the radio right now saying Cameron K. McEwen is the biggest wanker I've ever met. Or I've not even met. I just no. know him. I've, I've conversed with him and I know he's the biggest wanker that I've ever communicated with. And if you were in control, I wouldn't be able to say that, would I? Camzy. 
anyway. Moving swiftly on. Yeah, this is going well. And if anybody's wondering, here's a guy, tries suing us at Christmas for a load of trumped-up crap that's not even happened, and he's an ambulance-chasing wanker. He's the sort of person who, rather than work for a living, would rather sue someone or a load of crap that's not happened. There you go. In my opinion, that is, of course. But it is backed up by the fact that he issued proceedings on the 23rd of December to try and ruin Christmas for everyone at Starburst because the guy's a fucking fucknut. What is he? He is literally a fucking party clown. A party <laughs> clown. That's what he is. Yeah. There we go. I don't get him done now. Yeah, yeah. Done now. What else is going on? Do you on? like clowns? I do. I don't mind him. Everyone else has got a problem with him. I'm I, all I right. I'm a bit forced. Well, no, right. It's not an educated sense of humour, is it? It's not like watching... Uh, it's not like, um, you know... It's not deep, is it? Do you it, know what I mean? It's not like the uh, the Marx Brothers or anything, is it? No, that's it, yeah. You know, it's it's not deep. The guy, you've got a red nose, big shoes, silly clothes, you know, that's it. My favourite clowns are killer clowns. Yep. They're, they're my favourites. I love the different versions of them. Brilliant. Everybody's got the favourite, and, and I don't care what anyone says. Them, the balloon... Tracker dogs are just that's that's genius. That there's still going to be a, a TV show. Apparently. Really? Well, yeah. I thought that they were trying to raise money. The Chiodo brothers, who we did interview in Starburst, so the issue escapes me, but it was about ooh, three years ago. No, before the issue, two and a half years. Ago. Was it two and a, oh? Don't be pedantic. Oh, that's so pedantic. That. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I was six issues out. It's We've got like 424 issues to choose from. I did all right. Time flies. Yeah, no. It was for the reissue on Blu-ray. It was. Um, and it was, films. it was fantastic. Now, the Chiodo brothers, who were ice cream manufacturers, made that film. Very little money, a million. And it's an absolute... I have to say it's value for money. God, it's one of the most entertaining, low-budget movies ever made. And it's absolutely fantastic, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a lot it of fun. Is. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And, and as you see it, it's not dated. It's still funny. It's still amazing. And I heard that they were trying to raise the money for the sequel, the, the Killer Clowns Two. Yeah, but, but now it's going to be a TV show. Apparently, it's a TV series. Oh, and okay. it's still, it's still going. So, be still. a lot, a lot of a stretch. But if they can come up with a, a mythology yeah. that, that works, then then yeah, I can right. see it working on the same sort of level as the Ash versus Evil Dead one. Yeah, just thirty minutes. I'm still three episodes off the end. Because it's been chaos, and I've not. There's some shows that I've been following that are suffered, that, and that's that, one. that shows that it wasn't as good as you wanted it to be. I think you're right. I think you're right because there are some shows like now. I'm watching vinyl, and I'm loving it. And yeah. I know some people are going, "Oh no, it's not good." And it's all these music types, and they're going, "Oh, that's not a proper representation of that," and they're missing the point. You know, the I don't when I'm watching Boardwalk Empire, I'm not going, "Oh, that's not a proper representation of Al Capone." All that. You don't know what he was like, roughly. Mm. You only have a vague idea, so you have to dramatise it. And some of these um, people, when they're quite, it's about quiet moments, not when they're on stage, and you don't know exactly what they're like. No, so no, it's no. a nice, Absolutely. it's a, certainly a nice fictional version of events, which is not that far detached from reality. That it's it's pointless and it's very well written. Although ooh, there was a bit of a plot twist that that if every show keeps doing these. I can't really say what it is. If I say Mr. Robot, I guess that's giving a little bit. But there are some, there are some twists. Well, where... don't say Mr. Robot. Say Fight Club. Yeah, yeah, and and you get <laughs> it's not quite. It's more Mr. Robot than that. It's it's difficult. I'm just saying that that little twist is going to get old if shows keep doing it. But it did work very well in vinyl, and that's to say vinyl. If that was that new, every time a new episode's on, I'm like, ugh, better call Saul. 
Boom, got to watch it straight away. See, I've got vinyl or Sky Plus. They haven't managed to watch it yet, so yeah. Oh, you, yeah. I think you'll enjoy it. I think you'll enjoy the pilot. It's very, it's very, very good. It's Martin Scorsese yeah, directed, yeah, yeah. so it's bound to be pretty cool, isn't it? So there we go. Oh, as for last week, we I have done two things. Number one, I have heard that we've had somebody having a look at the email attachment on the website, and I think the emails are okay now. I, if they do keep messing about, please let us know, but keep trying because we do need them. We need it. They all arrived. We got like 22 emails within five minutes last week. Yeah, the you plugging, ran out of time. Yeah, and it, it was it's a nightmare, isn't it? So hopefully that's gone. But one thing that I have done... And what is the email if they want to email through the normal ways? It's studio at fabradiointernational.com. Mm-hmm. And Twitter is... Starburst underscore mag. See, it's a finely tuned instrument, this. But <laughs> I've got to say that the other problem that we're having the recurring noise from the laptop that oh, yeah, was producing that... the music and mixing the music has been fixed excellent i believe if we get through this show without one of the doo-doo-doo noises in the background you know it's fixed it shouldn't have happened in the first place because it was disabled and there was some malware that reactivated all the settings on the laptop but there you go isn't it great to that's have... all that porn you're looking at yeah the end time for that the the energy for that to start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. now you can do about it right we're going to have a break now, don't you think? I think it's about time, yeah. Nice little break and back, and hopefully we'll have some of your emails, and then we'll find out what you have been thinking about or doing since we last spoke, and also, what are you, any revision thoughts on Batman v Superman? Have you uh, had an epiphany moment and you realised that it was actually awesome and you really enjoyed it? And Let- what did you think of The Walking Dead? We'll do that in the last hour. Oh, yeah, last hour, Walking Dead. Be right back. When a guy called Angel cut from his pack, he started a hell ride all alone. He was an angel unchained. The world Angel knew was vicious because that's the way he made it. Now he wanted something different, and what he got was an unending battle for his life. Don Stroud stars as Angel in American International's Angel Unchained. The story of a savage war between weirdo freaks on cycles and redneck straights on dune buggies. You'll watch as fear and hate turns a hippie commune into a slaughterhouse. You'll see a showdown at sunup as rival gangs crash a carnival in Angel Unchained. Angel played the odds to break from the pack, and the odds broke against him. See Angel Unchained, rated GP. Starburst Radio. Hang out with the editors of the world's longest-running magazine of cult entertainment every Wednesday, 9 p.m. till 11 p.m. Exclusive to Fab Radio International. I am Queen Victoria, monarch of Great Britain and Ireland and Empress of India. This is an official inspection of Torchwood Headquarters. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions, Torchwood. The Victorian Age. An alien that we're investigating is missing. Well, come on then. We are going after it. We? The royal we. You may come if you like. And where is it now? Heading for Westminster, Your Majesty. Well, that could be worse. Politicians are people too, ma'am. One does wonder. 
She's dying! Someone help! Neither of you are of my world, Captain Harkness. Perhaps you deserve each other. Big Finish, by royal appointment to Queen Victoria. Across the world, 24 hours a day. This is Fenwoodian International. And welcome back to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. And I just want to say we're going to have a little bit of a chat about the, again, the film festival. Things have been moving on. As anybody who's new and hasn't heard what we're doing, we're a massive film festival, but we've hired a massive place, which is an audiovisual palace, which is the brand new student union building for Manchester Met University in Manchester. It's the. Is it in Manchester? In Manchester. Just make sure you say Manchester again. Right. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing wrong with saying that. If I say Leeds University in the, near the centre of Leeds, that's not a bad thing to say, is it? You're repeating the thing. You're yeah. just eyeing it in. Look, some I've been to places, right, where where you go to the university campus and it's out. It's like 10 oh, miles bet, away. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, you know, did sound a bit crap that I said it twice, actually. You but said it, it about four times, but, No, yeah. I didn't say it. I said it twice. Look... <laughs> It's in Manchester. That's the name of the place as well. So it, it was. is yeah. okay. Yeah. Manchester Metropolitan University student. Oh God, same problem. See, this is. I was good. That was yeah, so good. I that put, put you off dead throat, slick. I? Dead slick. Manchester Metropolitan. Sorry. Yeah, it's hard to say it because it's and it gets all you know. Manchester Metropolitan University Students Union Building. It's only been built a year. It's an audiovisual palace on three floors with loads of different rooms, all AV'd up with projectors, with sound systems, with everything. We've got the whole building for Bank Holiday Weekend in August, and we are going to hold an amazing festival. We have confirmed our first guest this yep. week, and we have signed up John Glenn, the director of five James Bond films, the the most famous and well-known, uh, actually, if you exclude Sam Mendes, but he's known for other things rather than Bond. If you think of Bond to a certain person, John Glenn is the guy. For proper Bond fans. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, he is coming, and he's going to be with us for the weekend, and he will be signing his book and talking about Bond and talking about other things. Now, will that lead to some other people from Bond signing up? Yes, it probably will, because we're chasing that like mad. Because as you would imagine, I would like a James Bond sort of, um, shall we say... Content, yeah. Oh, Lazenby, I'd have Lazenby. I'd have Lazenby. Do you imagine how that would be an amazing Q&A? Why did? Why were you such a dick? And why did you? Uh, why did? Why did you let your agent sort of kill the cash cow that you just signed up for? If we get Lazenby, can we show Never Too Young to Die? What? What's? What is that? It's the film that he did with uh, Gene Simmons. Oh yeah. Where Gene Simmons plays the hermaphrodite. What happened? We had visitors. Visitors. What were they after? A disc. Elusive disc. Damn. Any idea who could be behind this? Ragnar. Ragnar. I thought he disappeared years ago. Yeah, well, he's reappeared, and guess what? He's performing a nightclub act. Yeah! yeah! I'm gonna poison your water supply! <laughs> 
for gold, for ransom, for jewels, for money. Like <laughs> Lynch, someone has stolen our dick. Get me Stargrove! I want Stargrove! Let's Stargrove. Secret agents weren't really ever supposed to care for anyone. It's gone way beyond that for me. Vanity in, remember the late Vanity? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's from Oh, I would put that on then. About, I eight, bet, from yeah, about 86. He wouldn't come for that. No. No, his, no. Ego, his ego wouldn't allow that. He, he would come for Honor Majesty's Secret Service screening. I, I think he, the one thing you won't get, and we can't promise, is that you'll have Diana Rigg and George Lazenby doing a commentary together on stage to the Honor Majesty's Secret Service. Uh, yeah, that's not going to That's not going to happen, but we, well, we're going to get as many people as we can down for it a lot of people are interested we have thrown out awards for 12 categories that's going to be going live in the next couple of weeks on film freeway to get people in to submit their shorts and features we're doing the starburst awards we have today secured a sponsor we hope and it's a sponsor that we love working with and we're going to announce that as well in a couple of weeks and if you uh, keep stay tuned over the next couple of weeks on the starburstmagazine.com forward slash film fest and we will, believe me, when things start happening, we will be making regular announcements via Twitter and Facebook and everything. You will not hear the end of it. We have got to... We will to, be forcing it down your throat. We will, because we want you to be there with us for the weekend. We've got accommodation. We're all going to be there. We will be staying in the same we'll place you, you are. in. Yeah, we will. We'll tuck you in bed at night after we got you levered, you know. I mean, we're going to be... Oh, it's true. We're going to be there. We're going to be living across the road with you guys and then coming over during the day and watching loads of films and mingling with people Miggly. from... Miggling. Mingling with people from the world of films. Like, beho- both behind the camera and in front of the camera. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to do. So we've got, we're have got we embracing what we do with Independence Day with a magazine where we've got 
all the best upcoming new stuff. Yep. We've got awards for that. We've got awards for other. We, we do have, uh, we, there will be the Hall of Fame type award for some lucky individual as well. And we are getting the committee together now and it's, it's taking shape. It's going to be the biggest film festival that there's been in Manchester. And it will be. We're going to make sure that it's huge and we're going to make sure that it's on every year and it's going to be on it the same weekend every year. And hopefully, providing we don't, wreck the place yeah we can use we can use the same building every year because you will get banned yeah one thing i will say i went in and you know i was buzzing when i came back yeah i said there is never going to be a better venue for this ever because this building is amazing not only is that they've bought an old school pub that's one of the most uh, you know highly regarded that type of pub, old school, yeah, yes. uh, in Manchester, the salutation is so well known. And instead of it being bulldozed and gone the way of the dodo, like a lot of these type of pubs, they bought this pub and then built the building around it so that that's right on the corner almost as part of the building. And we've got that as well. That's our pub for the weekend. We've got the green room for the for the celebs and that that are going to be upstairs. And you'll be in, and the pub is amazing. And then you've got bars. There's about three bars. There's a Starbucks. There's a um, I wish we can't do anything about that, unfortunately. Um, yeah. And there's a, there's a gift shop. There is also, you know, food. You don't have to move. You literally come, stay with us for the weekend, and we'll have a laugh. There you go. Yeah. That's it for you, Camzy. And I'm going to, about to say, say a big revelation for Camzy. Later on in the show, I'm going to reveal something that's extremely damaging to his career and reputation, and I'll be doing that a little bit later on. Oh. I've got had an email, but... We've done. We've sort of done the festival. Then we, there's yeah. lots more to it. We'll keep telling you as it's going along. And at as the soon moment, as we're allowed to say something. We'll tell you. We're not we going will. to hide anything. But not... th- with this, a lot of this will be confirmed all at once. And you, you know, we will be. It will be amazing. This it's it's already the interest in it. I I thought I'd have trouble, you know, getting it all together. I thought it'd be good. I didn't doubt we could put something on with all the talent we got, with all the writers and all the amazing readers we got. But I didn't think it would go this quick. Yeah. And it started to just slot into place straight away. And when we approached people, people have been really nice and gone, yeah, I'd love to come. So, like I say, John Glenn, a hero of mine, he did some of my favourite James Bond films. And, yeah, he's there for the weekend. And if he's there, we've all got to be there. There you go. Exactly. So, um, got a couple of emails here. This is Mr Andrew Pollard. Yay! Yay. I say, Andrew, just between me and you, uh, this... This, the episode last week that's going to go up and be available tonight, you will not believe how funny some of the little bits are, but one of my funniest moments is, and I haven't altered you, you had a slight little bit of an echo because it was coming through on, on the um, Skype. And it sounded really great, but every now and again, if you got really an, uh, animated, it would distort you a tiny bit. And your reaction to someone saying they were disappointed with Daredevil is comedy gold. Yeah, but you've got to hear it. And I did not alter your voice. That got naturally distorted. And it's the funniest thing I've heard for ages. And also uh, something that Martin does that got beeped out. But yeah, it's a good episode. I, I can't believe that I'm I'm the only one unscathed from that one. I was yeah. behaving. Not like this week. Anyway, people, I'm glad I'm not list. That's what I threw out before. If you've just joined the show, I said I was discussing my, my mate Balland, uh, hashtag Balland. Oh, he is the person that when in my darkest moment, I think, oh, thank God I'm not him. And I said, that's a list that you need in your life. Um, now he says, his is Vince Vaughn, 
as then I'd still be scrubbing the taste of that Psycho remake out of my mouth. Zack <laughs> Snyder, as then I'd be worried about how much I don't get Superman. A current DC comic reader, as then I'd have new 52s, new new 52s, cancelled 52s, and the puzzle of what's canon these days and what's not. I'm going to get to that in a little bit because I didn't get a chance to talk to you, Mr. Pollard, about the new 52 and what's happened. It's ridiculous. Great to hear the Chiodo brothers get a mention. I was the lucky soul who actually got to interview them for the Mac. Such nice blokes. They made, uh, they mentioned at times the Killer Clowns TV series, so fingers crossed that comes off for them. Shows are good and so far. Enjoy the Vegas trip, Mr. Oz. Yes, and that segues nicely into me saying, yes, that's why I won't be here next week and the week after. Um, I'm off to my little stomping ground for a couple of weeks, but Martin will be here with somebody. Where The show will go on. It's the first time I've not done it, which yeah. is, is going to be weird after after five years. It'll be like letting your baby go up. Oh, listen, it's, it's got to happen. But uh, I will I will phone up and miver because then I don't I don't have to behave at all then because yeah. I'll be just I'll and also you don't know what state it'll be and or where it'll be. Well, eight hours it difference. Be, it can't be any worse than some of the shows we've done. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Let's I phoned. Fat. Remember I phoned, that other one? I phoned the star. Oh, that's. I've had worse than that. <laughs> I phoned not not a show that's gone out public, but when I've been there, I got in a state that bad that I got locked in the ice room in on the floor of the apartment building, couldn't get out, and couldn't find the light switch or the the, the thing. And I phoned Graham, uh, who was. Uh, helping out and he was in the office at Starburst and I was saying right you need to phone XYZ and try and wake him up because they couldn't wake up in the apartment and then <laughs> I was found on the floor outside the apartment got got the door opened and I got in and yeah it didn't go down well with the people that were there I was there with and then I literally the next day woke up terrible hangover and at some point I decided after the whole day was over at four in the morning I decided that the day clearly hadn't ended and I'd gone back to the casino next door to the apartment <laughs> and I woke up with my pockets just stuffed with $20 notes just low I mean thousands you've been of stripping them. again just oh they were just all screwed up like I stuffed them in my pocket and all that and the only thing was I actually went back there the next day worried that I was going to go in the room and they were, and some security guard was going to come over and go and do like um hangover like oh yeah. no not after last night you're not yeah. you're not in here again <laughs> so no idea what happened that night but that was the worst and I've behaved since then anyway and they have so yeah anybody else got there I'm glad I'm not list and and I'm fine with that we'll talk about it is this getting through yes emails seem to be getting through that's the header from Mrs Denge saying dear two guys in the studio we've not heard Shauna in ages will she be coming back on the show she normally keeps you two in check too yes she does and she will be back very I soon hope, we'll, we'll hopefully talk. she will be on with me yes otherwise I'm going to have to do it myself and uh, no one wants to see that no you know you, you'd be surprised You'd be very surprised. Denge, oh, cocky boy is very cocky tonight. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm not. I'm just, I'm living down to to Cameron K. McEwen Balland, a.k.a. Balland. I'm living down to his expectations. Yep. That's, that's what you've got to do in life. Uh, Sophie V, hi. I'm in for the, I'm, I am in for the festival. Looking forward to saying hello in person. Sophie, awesome. it will be a pleasure. Everybody that emails in, yeah, like I say, nearer the time, we'll make arrangements and we'll have a, we might uh, we might do a live version of this show. I don't know. Can can anybody survive that? Because there will be would they want it? There will be some booze involved then. Well, we'll get everyone a drink anyway. Who comes? We'll just have a, we'll a have bottle a, of vodka out a or big, something. Big I don't bottle, know. Of, bottle of satires yeah. or something. Oh no, we'll have it. But everybody's got to have Jaeger water. Yeah, that's going to be the drink. 
of, of, of the live show. Except us. Yeah. We Kaz, how much is the festival? I came to the radio awards, but I've, I've said before I was a bit too shy to say hello. Well, you should have Kaz. You should have come over because we, we don't buy. Believe me, I'm relieved when people will still speak to me. I always assume that yeah. I've done something at some point that would mean that. Didn't it's when happen. people come up to you, expect you've got to get served papers. Oh yeah, <laughs> you, well that's actually happened, hasn't it? Oh god, that's not funny. Bloody <laughs> hell! You know, I, I was at, yo. What got me? My Christmas was that bad. I was hiding from one reporter over something else. And then when I finally reared my ugly head after a couple of days out in the sticks and come back, I get served off that bell end. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm like, whoa, God, but dear me, what am I doing wrong? That. Oh, well, yeah, it's funny. Hello, listen, he's, he's the one who ain't laughing. She's saying, now, I fancy this. Cass says she fancies this festival. Also, are you having a Radio Awards night again? Seems ages ago. We're having one in, is it November? November. November, we're having it in November. For the birthday. Yes. We're having it in November and Martin's birthday, so that'll be good. Not my birthday. The station's birthday. Oh, right. I thought, no, no, because your birthday wasn't that long ago, was it? January. Yeah, that's right. I knew it was close. Eight weeks away. From that, wasn't it, it was the the staff do that night. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, it went well. Uh, that went well, didn't it? Yeah, <laughs> um, I enjoyed not, it. Not even going to go into that one. Uh, <laughs> no, we we have our staff do for all the whole company, including the magazine, the the, the fab and the fab radio and fab cafe, everything. Yeah. And yeah, someone always gets sacked, literally always guaranteed. Somebody, something happens. Someone gets someone. There's a fight. Someone gets sacked, or something hideous happens. The it's it. the staff do. The staff do. Well, see, I'm disappointed they didn't cause any trouble. No, no, They're too I, well I kept behaved. them all in, uh, in yeah. check. Well, Kaz, we'll be announcing the festival prices when we go live on that site at starburstmagazine.com forward slash filmfest if you just bookmark that and every now and again have a look at it. Um, They're not the going to be crazy, though. Early bird tickets are likely to be a lot less than... Um, per day than than you would think i mean we've done a deal on accommodation that you would not believe i mean you you could be it looks like and i'm don't quote me on this because we're number crunching now you might be able to have a weekend with us and accommodation from friday up to the big the the finale the uh rap party on sunday night and it might only be a couple of hundred quid, including the entire thing and accommodation and everything. That's the pre- you wouldn't even get a hotel for two nights. Then it's yeah. the busiest. It's the three nights. Remember, you wouldn't even get a hotel for two nights for that in Pride Week. weekend. Yeah, Pride weekend. Yeah. It's everywhere's booked up. Yeah, Denj, you can pay for me to come to your shit film night. Oh, Denj. Oh dear, dear me. No, you- why don't you get a crisis loan? You yeah. can still do them, don't they? they? DSS do. crisis loan. Just explain. Just explain. You need to come and yeah, apologise to us. Yeah. See, so he's in. Yeah, Den says Jagerbomb. No, it's not spelled like that. It's got Jagerbomb. Y A G A. Anyway, I'm going to trademark Jagerbomb. It's catchy. It's taking yeah, off, get, isn't Jager it? Lost any sci-fi news tonight, chaps? Oh, is that a dick that we're, uh. we're on? we've not? <laughs> yeah, they will be after the break. We will be. But I'll get into some stuff. I mean, we're going to go for a break in just a minute. Let's do a quick one. Uh, let's see. There's uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. That's going to be the name of the film, apparently. So they say. I mean, they registered the domain, and sometimes that happens, and they register yeah. one or two, but Spider-Man Homecoming is the title of the uh, very famous cover, but it's not a storyline. It's not a massive arc in the comic book. What it is, it's the one where Secret Wars, they brought in a, the new fam- infamous black costume, which would mm-hmm. later become Venom. And 
he comes home and the first issue that it appears and it's a brilliant cover it's just got him and it's the first time his costume ever changed so now it's not a big deal we, he's changed his costume a few times you've got another spider-man with, with miles morales in the same universe as him now so they've got different costumes You've seen a lot of variations. You've seen Ben Riley. You've seen the Tony Stark Civil War Spider-Man suit. But back then, for since 1960s, you had not seen Spider-Man's costume ever change ever. And then all of a sudden, in the 80s, this this comic came out, and it just said it had a picture of him in this black costume, which looks stunning because mm. you were like, "Wow, that's really a massive radical departure." It was at the time. And he's swinging a lot across, recreating the original cover from Amazing Fantasy. Yeah. And it just said, the rumours are true. And it and I just thought that was genius. I thought yeah, that yeah. was one of the best ways to introduce it. But nothing much happens. He just comes back. He spends some time with some kid doing something, which sounds worse than it is. <laughs> I can't remember exactly what happened. But not a lot happened. It was just a case of, look, I'm back. I've got a new suit. You know? I think that's probably what they're going to do. They're probably going to play yeah. really safe and yeah. try not so, to screw it up. No idea. But, I mean, a lot of people are, are missing the point, though, with that suit that he shows up in Civil War with. Because that is a deep, that is dialing it right back to Steve Ditko in the 60s. Mm. And it's it, they're trying to get it like, yeah. Um, and can I say, the choice of costume, and if that is the title of it, I think it's a bit of a mantra coming from Marvel who are going like, yeah, um, it's a homecoming. Do you get the gag? I yeah, mean, it's yeah. like, yeah, we got the rights back. You yeah, know? yeah, absolutely. So yeah. it might be, it, it's sort of like a mission statement, isn't it? So it could well be. I'm not dismissing it. I think it could well be the, the title. Yeah. But on that note, I think we'll go to the news and okay. then we'll get back with uh, some other stuff. I mean, we've got some crazy stuff, but I've got to say, Mr. Snyder, you are not out of the woods yet. Starburst Radio, winners of Best TV and Movie Podcast in the UK Podcasters Award 2015. <laughs> His name is Mr. Soames, and he's just a baby. A 30-year-old baby in a coma since birth, suddenly awakened by a breakthrough brain operation. The mind of a child in the body of a man. Columbia Pictures presents Terence Stamp and Robert Vaughn in the strange and shocking story of The Mind of Mr. Soames. Mr. Soames likes to play. He's very good at patty cake and teddy bear and felonious assault. Science can do the impossible, but can it control what it creates? Can this baby kill? It's incredible what goes on in the mind of Mr. Soames. In color, rated GP, all ages, parental guidance. Starburst Magazine, issue 423. Available from a newsagent near you, or download to your tablet today. the world 24 hours a day this is family international and welcome back to starburst radio at fab radio international and there's been a couple of emails i think i think we're in uh, we're in trouble obviously lost said before the news uh, any sci-fi news tonight yeah. <laughs> And uh, Jimmy Boland says, well, that was a not-so-obvious plugging hour. Are you having a festival? One ponders. Oh, come on, Jimmy. 
this isn't we're not Bauer Media with a hundred magazines and all yeah. the rest of it. These about these are it, we're an independent publication and we if it, you, what we don't want is just me me Martin and Sean are in a room. Yeah, no, when no one comes. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to do it every week, but yeah, to get to get the word out, we're just letting you know it's on. And, and, and I apologise if we've gone a bit far with that. We've not actually mentioned that we've got a magazine on sale at the moment, so we've not been shilling oh, everything. Oh shit! Now you're really landing, isn't it? Now, yeah. no, we have got one on sale at the moment. Yeah, so, it's true. So, so see, we're not plugging everything. So, no, we forgot the major. We forgot the source material of yeah, where it's exactly. all coming from. You know, we, we're not mentioning the fact that you can buy it from WH Smith and all that, and yeah, no. issue four two three is yeah, out. Don't there. mention that. No, and don't mention what's in it and, no, and it's, stuff. It's, and it's full of amazing stuff it's, to read. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's yeah. one of them things. We just we we deliberately didn't do that. I know that's it. And and next week, I absolute and um, with the brand new issue coming out for four two four. Yeah. I I hope you're not going to spend ages telling everybody what's in it. I'm sure I won't. I probably no, stay you here. You know, and just never mention it. Don't. It's it's it's, the, it's that it's that slippery slope. Let me tell you. Well, Mr. Pollard hopefully is still listening and, and maybe you can email him with some comments after I deal with this particular story because, as I said, the sequel to last last week's episode, which is, is will be up on iTunes by tonight and is up on the site now, and that is titled Top Monk, Yawn of Justice, which kind of gives <laughs> away what's going to happen in the review at the end, but it's too good a title to pass up. So... Yeah, Zack Snyder, Henry Cavill and co. Everybody, everyone to do with Batman v Superman and and everything. It's a shame I don't have that clip from last week's show where I said, yeah, this is all well and good that it's had a record weekend, but what matters is what happens the weekend after because with what I've seen, this is not shaping up to be a movie that's got legs. Uh, I think, I thought it was going to drop off a cliff. As it turns out, it dropped off quite a, a, a steep cliff. Yeah, I did, one of the biggest cliffs. I wasn't expecting this. It just shy of 70% drop-off from the first week. It's one of the biggest drop-offs in movie history. It's actually a bigger drop-off than happened with Man of Steel. And anybody who knows what happened after Man of Steel, DC basically went oh no oh, oh dear oh when when that happened because uh, they they were hoping to get a bit of that avengers billion billion dollar pay pay packet and it yep. didn't happen so then we then have man of steel 2 becomes the batman versus superman and then as i said i didn't like man of steel but at least it was a movie This thing, this thing, I don't know what it was. It was like a PowerPoint slideshow, like I said last week. There was that much missing in between the the scenes that it felt like there were huge chunks of the film missing to me. It just didn't feel right. I thought uh, technically it was a disaster. Now, whether or not there were some great vignettes with people battering each other and all that, but to me, again, po-faced, serious... Oh, you know, preachy, gods and monsters, blah, blah, blah. And people that are obsessed with the later stuff like Kingdom Come and, and Dark Knight Returns and things like that, which are not the typical superhero fare. You know, you don't... You know, these people like the X-Men, for, for all his, um, his antics with the young fellas, Brian Singer is at least aware that he can't just keep doing the dark stuff he's he's not doing um for example old man logan or or you know stuff that's a little bit more serious he he realizes he's got he's got a 
crowd to please with this stuff. And yeah, it's, it's no sense of en- enjoyment. Like, you know, I, d- I don't, that, what's humour? Where yeah. is that fitting in with this? It's, there is none. There's, there's no sense of levity in, in, a, in a film whose entire DNA is predicated on nonsense. Oh, absolutely. Enjoyable nonsense. It, it's interesting that yeah. this week we've also had the news that uh, Suicide Squad is getting reshot or scenes are being reshot so, yeah, for it. And, and what? To lighten it up. To lighten it up. And there, there you go. You, that's the one. That's the that, knee-jerk reaction. So. That's the one that needs to be dark. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they blew it with this. What, what's happened here? They, they had a hit with Nolan's Batman. It didn't go down well with all the fans, but it was a mainstream hit. So they thought, yeah, okay. And then they've, they've gone and done that all across all of them. The guys who did amazing Spider-Man reboot thought we'll have a bit of that Nolan money. And, did, and as you see, if you watch the first Spider-Man. It was a disaster. It was a better, much better film than Spider Man Two. But there's the irony: Spider Man. It was dark. Every scene at night, amazing everything Spider-Man. dark. Amazing Spider Man. Yeah, sorry, I'd hate to to diss Ramis efforts yeah. with that nonsense. And then they decided, oh well, well, that darkness isn't working. We'll go all dead bright and whatever. And then you had that goofy load of crap, the the the, the migraine that you could call Amazing Spider Man Two. Here you go again. They haven't learned anything. They thought the only difference is some of the scenes involving Batman felt right because it was supposed to be that dark and serious. But yeah, even because then... Because Affleck's a good actor. So. Yeah, and, and that was it. So here we go. What are you expecting? It, it, it's had the biggest drop-off in history. Twice on the bounce now. Twice on the bounce. Because believe me, if you listen to anybody talking about this movie and any review that's out there, there is not. there are people that are saying... I'd like to see a standalone Batman movie after this because Jeremy Irons and Ben Affleck were quite good mm. and that that team worked well and some of the scenes with them in were good and There's he was potential. Good, yeah and he was a good Bruce Wayne yeah, saying that. absolutely yeah yeah so what are you expecting it's no big shot that if someone went yeah well now yeah let's do just a Batman film now and and let's do that but oh no oh no Snyder uh, and Cavill, but Cavill, you can't blame Cavill because he wants he to be wants a movie star. <laughs> he wants a job. He's he's made multiple. The guy is such a douche, though, with what he comes out with. In all these interviews, he's he's literally said, "I want lots of money, please. I I've got to pay for a lifestyle of flying around and whatever." <laughs> he's literally said that in interviews, so you can't blame him. He's a he's a cash cow. He's a meathead. He 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 wants he wants his uh, he wants money. And he also probably wants to be a leading man, and, and the more successful he is as Superman, the more he can't chance he's got to land in something like Bond or land in something else later on. Yeah. And so that's it. But Snyder is, like, in denial. He's in denial in a level that I can't even get to. He, he, he literally said, and it, on here, just quote this, Snyder, I think if we could get a good script, it would be great to have a standalone Superman movie. I think that would be fun to do. Part of the reason we haven't announced a standalone Superman movie was to support some of the events of Batman v Superman. And that's that's Snyder saying that. And and Mr. Cavill is slightly more, shall we say, circumspect, slightly more realistic. He says, I do believe it depends upon the success of this movie. If this goes well, they, we can start to negotiate with Warner Brothers to develop a standalone Superman. But they've got their own plans set out for other stuff and Justice League and various other movies. It's about finding the time, really. It's something I would be very keen to do. Yes, of course you would. 
You would love, you're very keen to do a role where you're playing one of the most iconic heroes that the world has ever known, and you get paid an absolute ton of cash. So yeah, Cavill, like I say, no problem with him being in a little bit of denial. He would love it now. If someone said to him now, he'd be shocked if someone said to him this week, here you go, three Superman movies, sign up. He'd go, yeah, okay, I've been reading the reviews, but if you're sure you want to do it, fine. Snyder is mad. He's he's as mad as a box of frogs. This is the second time. The one thing, like I say, that you've had out of them reviews is some people have said Affleck, Batman and and Irons, that all were. That was the stuff that stood out that was okay. The stuff that that everyone had... There is not one person that I've read and not heard commenting on it or read about in reviews that have come forward and said, oh... Superman was ace in this film. I love Cavill's um, interpretation. I love the way they pre- they presented the character. No, yet again, yet again, no one liked this version of Superman in this film. Like Man of Steel, they didn't like it. Even people who like Man of Steel, they quite liked it because it has a certain approach. You know, they um, you, they, they they're in the minority. Seriously, if you went and did a straw poll on who likes this version of Superman in its current format, mythology-wise, and played by Cavill and presented in this darker way, people will go, no, we don't like it. And people are voting with their cash. They've stopped going to see the film because everybody they've asked, they've gone, yeah, didn't like it, it wasn't very good. And then they stopped going, hence 70% drop-off. And for the Snyder, in the aftermath of that, to literally, like I say, he was kind of... um, He was full of himself at the premiere... When he came on and he, he introduced fu- to us, he was very pumped, but he but looked he was worried. very full of, please don't tell anybody what happens. Or, or that it's crap. Yeah. Sorry, that's where it came across to me and Andrew. Yeah. It, it? Andrew said that last week, and that's what I thought. But the thing is, with, with saying I mean, this, you thought that, didn't you? Yeah, did you? I was surprised you know, it was there. But, I was gobsmacked when Cavill just walked over. Yeah. Like that. I, I was like, oh, he's here. Oh, here you go. But but with him, thought he'd be somewhere counting money. With him coming out and saying this, everybody who wants to see the film has obviously seen it now because they don't want to see it again. Oh, believe me, yeah. the damage is done now, yeah. man. The damage is done. But yeah, everybody who's seen it will now have no threat. Yeah, for that ending. Yeah, because they know he wants to do a Superman film. <sighs> to a degree, yeah, but that don't mean anything. I mean, yeah. you, you know, you, you know get... he's going to come back. But oh, spoiler! But. It's no. It, it, I don't get this. Do you know what this spoiler thing over this? Yeah, Everybody, if you want it. to avoid <laughs> people knowing what happens at the end of this film, do not put Doomsday in your trailer. Exactly. Yeah. Do not put him in your trailer it because was signposted. The, yeah. It, I'll tell you this: Man of Steel two was literally this. Man of Steel, as I said, I you can see you can see the creaks and the joins in the film where they've cut bits out, added bits in and altered the script from Man of Steel 2 to shoehorn all this in. Man of Steel 2 was really simple. It was, there was going to be a congressional hearing about him. There was going to be this, is he a god, is he a saviour or a menace? And then that was going to carry on for a certain part of the film. Lex Luthor was going to be plotting against him. And then eventually, as he's trying to uh, win the public over, Lex makes his play Gets um, gets hold of some kryptonite, also gets hold of General Zod's body, creates Doomsday. Doomsday goes on a rampage and then Superman dies, saving the city. 
And all of a sudden, everyone goes, yeah, he was a hero. We ballsed up there. He was kind of cool. Yeah. And that's how it was going to end. That was Man of Steel 2. And they have just literally shoehorned and added these other bits in and managed to force some cameos to the Justice League in a few scenes with that. And all the Batman stuff and the Wonder Woman stuff, you can see it almost bolted on like pieces of Borg technology yeah, on, a, yeah. on a, on you know, it, it's, it's, it is, it's like a Borg that this movie it, it feels so you can see where the organic matter is and you can see what's been attached to it it's like the american version of godzilla yeah from yeah. the 50s yeah oh god yeah so yeah get, yeah so you get ray yeah. milan just yeah doing it, stuff. Felt, it feels like yeah. that that's what the problem is with this film and we're, but we're in the 21st century and you can't get away with this shit anymore people go even people who don't understand filmmaking and we'll sit and watch it and go, oh, that, what, how did that happen? What did that happen? Well, you can't do this anymore. You can't cheat anymore. And like you, can't, that. you can't say, well, wait till you see the Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah. Because that doesn't work anymore. So, yeah. You've, you've got to have it now. So I guess this story is Zack Snyder. What, what is going on in this guy's yeah. head? Delusional. Because it, it is. I mean, I've, look, in denial, he's got a lot to lose from this because he had a big career that was heading the right way prior to this. I mean, after Watchmen, not everybody loved it, but enough people liked it mm. and they liked the way it did. Now, well, 300 the, did well. Yeah, so some 300 again and then all of a sudden, oh, he's on, on form. Some people really liked it. I liked Sucker Punch, you know. Mm. Uh, some people didn't. But my God, it's a masterpiece of cinema compared to, to, to this mess. I, d- I don't know. It's just, uh, if any of you, um, you know, think differently, I'm all, I'm yeah. all ears. I want to hear. Um, Shelley's just emailed in. Hiya, Mike. Now, over a year ago, I asked you two things. One, when your pictures are going on the website, and two, when is the Ripman show coming back? I think you may have fibbed to me, as you said, both in a few months, or implied <laughs> that. Are you the man in a suit who wears a long coat, black hair? If so, I've seen you. As I saw you and Ripman walking through Chinatown around Christmas time, I reckon... Nice Ripman from the website. Now, my question is, are you a fibber or not? Sent with love, Shelley. Yeah, that is like, <laughs> I think the long coat sort Busted. of narrows it down a little bit. Yeah, was you trying I, to climb on a car at the time? I wasn't trying to climb on a car. I was probably was having a nice walk and a nice winter air. Yeah. Not the summer air, the winter air. I don't know. What is it like here? God. It's um, yeah, that's me. I feel. I feel the suit and the long coat. Yeah. Yeah, it, what's happened? Yeah, you can't really pin things down easy. What's happened with the website is we've had an, one in production and there will be a new website within the next few months. So it makes sense that we've been waiting to do that. But Starburst commissioned a big new website and that Starburst new website is going to be coming live in about eight to ten weeks' time. So we're doing that. I think the Fab Radio one will be up before then, possibly, and there will be all that stuff on. Ripman, Mr. Ripman, he's got a lot on because we've got a show on, which is at the Band on the Wall. Fab Radio is hosting an amazing event at the Band on the Wall. And it is a bunch of fives, and it's on the 21st of May. And there you go. And God, it's like one big advert, this, isn't it? But this is for the radio station, not for me. Yeah, yeah. And it's on 21st of May. Uh, and and is, you, is the wonderful yeah. band Sitting Pretty are playing, yeah. who, who uh, Mr. Ripman... Uh, Manages, yeah. So, so if you want to see that, that'd be good because R- Mr. And, Ripman manages that. Mr. And the, Paul uh, Ripley. the the the, <laughs> the Ripper Man, the Ripper Man, as as yeah, as, uh, as Chris used to call him. Yeah. And the, the Cornelius Crane are playing as well, yeah. and they're fabulous. Yeah. My mate's Mr. Steve Wilson. 
He's uh, been on the show a couple of times, actually. No, the, he uh, he will be bringing back the the show, but he, when he brings it back, he wants it to be right. So I don't know when he's going to bring it back, but it's gonna it is coming back. He loves to do it, and he wants to do it. So well, I'll well, have does, a word. He does with the him last tomorrow. word, which is on just before us. Yeah, he does. That's always worth listening to. It's a good debate, but I think a lot of people like his new music stuff. Yeah, you yeah. see, that's that's all that is. Uh, John Hampson. I actually like Superman v Batman. Hey, you got it the hey. wrong way around then. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. Cause He's seen a different film. I know He's you have. Hey, that's it. Perhaps your reviewers just overthink it. It's entertaining. What's wrong with that? I don't, I don't, I want entertaining to me. Just wasn't. It was boring if to me. If it was 90 minutes, it might have been entertaining. Yeah, it was two and a half nearly, you know, get a, what, two hours, 35 minutes, two hours, 40 minutes long. It's just. It's a long, long, long film, and I'm not just saying it. I know a lot of young kids who went to see it, and they were like, oh, that was boring. There was just some... It, if you ignore all the stuff and the filmmaking aspects that I'm talking that's fine, no problem, because I watch... Mu- I love music videos that don't have any narrative mm. normally, and, and I love visuals. I love stuff, and some of it looked great, but I don't know. It just didn't. It didn't satisfy me, and I'm a, I'm a long term fan, and it didn't satisfy me. It didn't like you know. It's just so po faced and joyless. And do you know what was the worst thing? We waited mm. ten minutes through them end credits, and there was no post credits. Oh yeah, that backfired a bit, didn't yeah. it? What do you do? <laughs> what do you do? No, you see, this is the problem. And I mean, I, look, it's valid though. It's valid to take a different path than Marvel. You know, yeah. and go a bit darker or go a bit whatever, but there and has to be some levity somewhere. There has to be some release somewhere. And when you sat there for that amount of time with these iconic figures, you think there'd be some way of doing it. I mean, I've seen the darkest horror films, and they've 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 managed to have some well, light to. light moments to because you can't. You've got do... to pierce that tension. You've yeah, got to... I know. You've got to have a bit of relief along the way, and if you get and the gags all fell flat for me in this, what, what and, gags? The, and the biggest gag, the one that might have got a laugh, but we'd we'd been we'd been pummeled into submission with the trailers, and that is the issue with you. Yeah, gag that would have been a bring the house down really funny moment, well, but, yeah, but they shouldn't have put it in the trailer. And also, it spoiled the fact that you know they were going to end up getting on. Yeah, it did. It absolutely did because at that moment there they were no, mates. There was no yeah. threat into that fight. Yeah, I got to say the what they had in mind worked well. They were going to batter everyone with the release. Everyone on planet Earth was aware of this. Film. Oh yeah, the they did an amazing, amazing, but. You put to, they put to way too much in them trailers. They give so much away. We need them doing the uh, film festival. Yeah, yeah. My God. Have we ever said we're doing a film festival? Yeah, yeah. yeah being, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> someone had picked up on that. I don't know. I think we kept it a bit quiet. Wow. So, yeah, at least after the break, we get to talk about a, 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 a segue into something that Shauna would like to listen to. And it's yep. all about the, uh, the wrestling and the rest of the Be- stuff. Before we go to the break, yeah. Uh, Demonics has just tweeted that he's found the Barry Norman premium pickled onions on Amazon. Really? Yeah. On Amazon? Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Do you know they're back in Tesco now? All right, well, there you go. You back can get, in Tesco. Get, get them delivered now. Back in Tesco. I bought a load just before Christmas. I've, I've just run out, actually. The, they're still amazing. I don't care what anyone says. Any new listeners to the show, Barry Norman's pickled onions. Sounds crazy. Film reviewer from the 70s and 80s. He's decided to use his grandma's recipe to do pickled onions, and I've never had anything like it. They are amazing. And why not? 
Indeed. Oh, dear. They won't remember that. <sighs> See, I'm going to have to try and find a clip of him saying it, but you can't. It was a spitting image thing, that, wasn't it? It was. It That's was. what I mean. Spitting image used to make people's foibles bigger but, than they were. The, the, people were famous for saying stuff that they very rarely said. I'd see themselves on spitting image and then start saying it like more. Dennis Healy, silly Billy. See, did yeah. he really say that? Probably not. Yeah, I don't think he said that. But I think he probably said a few other things to some young children from what I'm hearing. <gasps> but he's dead, so it's okay for me to say that. Um, <laughs> well, it was yours was alive last week. That's my excuse. Right, shall we go and have our final break and Let's then we'll just... crash on to the uh, to the end of the show. And please keep emailing in, studio at fabradiointernational.com. But I do take the point where I'm, I do want to hear from people who liked Everybody's, Batman and Superman. You know, you're and I want, to yeah. you know, convince us. Yeah, convince us, tell us. But just don't say just because, say, I enjoyed it or it wasn't too bad. Just say, give want, us some moments. We want give us some, to think about. Yeah, I want to know because, yeah, obviously somebody must have got something out of this film. And yeah, we just want to we want to know what it is and share with it. So won't be long and get back to us. Studio at FabRadioInternational.com Lena, get in! No! But how are you? Never mind that, I'll explain everything once we're back. Back? Back where? Gallifrey! <laughs> Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Gallifrey. Enemy Lines. The universe is shaped by the decisions that we make, each and every one of us. What then might happen if an entire reality is denied? Celestial Intervention Agency has investigated the causes of the current conflict. Conflict? What conflict? And concluded that these events began with Agent Ace's participation in the Omega plot. The ripple spread out from that single choice, becoming waves that soon will crash upon the distant shore. Our laws allow an acting president to make any decision that is vital for the well-being of Gallifrey. Life as we know it cannot be. You think I should resign? Well, no reason to look quite so offended by the idea. And death is always around the corner. Targeting time torpedoes. Novin? I'm sorry, Ace. Fire! My work has only just begun. Big Finish. We love stories. Starburst Magazine, the world's longest-running magazine of cult entertainment. We make Empire and Total Film look like rubbish. Embrace the alternative with Fab Radio. And welcome back to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. And we've got a few emails, so let's have a look now. Paula saying, uh, I took my kids. Paula says, I took my kids to see Batman v Superman. They were bored after the first 20 minutes, fiddling in their seats. Even I got to the point where I thought, when will this film end? And to add, we obviously left before it had finished. Love your show and station. Please never stop broadcasting. You may not be the BBC, but you're my escape from this world. Paula, thank you, Paula. I'm glad to hear that. No, we're not the BBC. And and, And we're not owned by... No nope. other company that people think was owned by. No, it's weird. Do people think we're pretending to be this bad so that we uh, we appear independent, but really we're we're Brewster. We're loads of big, uh, we Luthercore. 
yeah. let's call money or whatever, you know. It's it's just it's good. Oh, well, you dang. were fiddling in your seat as well, though. I was I was trying to stay awake. That was my problem with that because I'd had wine. I I really wine is the worst thing. It makes me tired. And I think vodka it, makes me want to jump up and down on car bonnets and, yeah. and spirits. I like that. It keeps me awake. Wine makes me drowsy. So I had wine. When we got into months. the cinema and mm. you you asked for a wine, they gave oh you a, my. a bottle instead of a glass. Do you know how much that was? Go on, right? A lot. No. Totally wrong. Oh. Totally wrong. Okay, so so if if you're in um, every, I'm used to everything being ridiculously expensive. So if I'm in a restaurant, if I go to Tesco, I'll buy a bottle of wine. It'll be about six or seven quid, maybe eight quid, whatever. Um, unless it's it's literally something to clean the toilet with. Yeah. Now <laughs> this thing here, the, the, this is the problem here. We get we get um, like I go in there and then. He's, I says, oh, well, a glass of wine. I swore I had a glass of wine. He went, oh, a large one. Well, I didn't mean, I didn't think the large one meant the large bottle because they're yeah. coming in little bottles, you see. So yeah. I just thought there was another one that's like a 60 mil or whatever. So then all of a sudden this bottle comes and I thought, oh, I better buy it anyway, I suppose. He's brought it. And and um, it was a tenner. Yeah, it's a bottle of wine for a tenner. At a cinema I where they're, they're ripping us off left, right and centre. I bet our lagers were a fiver each or more. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, I was I was gobsmacked. So yeah, no, that just made it worse because then I had to have some of that because I was thirsty, and then I was getting water, and this thing was just draining my will to live after after like an hour. Um, it was there, but yeah, yeah I, I take it that if somebody like like um, you know, I, I mean, it's nice to hear from John people like John Hampson because obviously some people did get swept along with it and found something to like in it and and we gave it like i say it might sound harsh five out of ten believe me uh, five out of ten is generous to some of the stuff I've, I've actually seen said about it but some people found something to like in it um but i it's just i it's not my cup of tea no i don't i don't know what uh what I, I just don't know what you do from here as dc have set off this set on this path and like you say, if they're reshooting Suicide Squad, bloody hell, Suicide Squad's the one that should be dark. Yeah. And they're reshooting that so it's lighter. So they've obviously looked at the box office take and gone, yeah, this this approach is not working, man. It's just not working. So, you know what? Just copy Marvel. We're not bothered. We're not going to start here. We're not going to stand here going, hey, you, you just copy Marvel. We'll just go, hey, these, this seems like the Superman and Batman and the Justice League, etc., etc., that we remember from the comic books. Well, we know the copying them anyway, so yeah, it doesn't matter. We so and just... Well, they're the copying them by, by rote, almost, by, but they're trying to rush. Yeah. yeah. They're trying to rush. They're trying to go do eight years of world building in two movies, yeah. and it ain't going to work. It doesn't work. Especially when the tone of it is is this joyless but we need to get on with something else god this is two shows that this this Zack oh, yeah. Snyder yeah. has hijacked now right. other stuff to do quick news because you teased it before yeah uh, there's a, a conglomerate from uh, WWE Studios yeah which is the wrestling people indeed and, uh, and Mr Gene Simmons who's the bassist with Kiss god this is random this isn't and uh, well, this is random they're man. called erebus pictures and uh they were they were formed a couple of months back but now they've announced a film called temple which yeah. is gonna feature wesley snipes Anne hesh dave anambe i think uh, anamble now i thought anamble yeah. was uh, the one out of play school oh, no me. no 
Remember that? Yeah, I do actually. And uh, and Seth Rollins, who's one of them uh, wrestling yeah. chaps. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so this is going to be a horror film, and the, the, the whole studio and everything are going to make horror films in future with Mr. Simmons and all that putting the money in. I'm on. I'm on. Put the money where his song is. See, I've, I've read this. Uh, it's a quote from Wesley Snipes, uh, our friend who played Blade, and it says it's exciting to find myself in a genre. I've always wanted to explore. Uh, sorry, I'll say it without the pause. It makes more sense. Mm. It's exciting to find myself in a genre. I have always wanted... Oh, I've done it again. Yeah. I've done the same thing again. Why? I'm just not cut out for this at all. Right, let's try it again, shall we? It's exciting to find myself in a genre I have always wanted to explore. Yeah. We are... It's because it went to another line. We are looking forward to a great brand collaboration with Erebus, WWE and Gene. Now, there's one comment I got. Wow. He's quite Teflon coated as is, is Wesley, isn't it? I mean, he yeah. uh, uh, over here. If you get, if you rip the tax man off, or you do, or you get, you do some bird. You're pretty much done. No one, no one puts you on TV. No, no one no, does. No. You know. I, I don't get me wrong. Some people manage a comeback, but it's it's unlikely. But yeah, he he went big balls with the tax man. I mean, he, yeah, this yeah. guy was was literally not paying any taxes whatsoever, and he was on billboards all over the country with massive movies and blockbusters. And and like the amazing thing is that he thought the tax man would just go, oh, this oh, it's the Snipes guy. It's oh, him, yeah. oh he's, where's this tax return? Oh, he doesn't pay tax. Oh, that's a shame. You know, but he's, he's back, isn't he? He's just back. He's back. I, I think that's, that's America, you know. It's, they're quite forgiving, ain't they? Yeah, yeah. Believe me, I, I, I'm impressed with his, his Teflon coated skills because uh, you wouldn't think he'd manage to get in a movie this big well this, this, let's just see what happens with it yeah. first, you know? he wants to get big blade again I know that he's made a lot of comments in interviews saying I want to, I could do it again let me let me do it because there was a lot of politics involved in the last one blade trinity yeah. which is why what's his face it's sticky fingers played him on the TV show because yeah. he'd, he'd had enough and he said I'm not going to deal with it anymore and then he sued the studio and said, you have basically wrecked this for me by having the other two characters on. And if you remember, it was Hannibal and... I um, can't remember the name, the name of the character, but yeah, it yeah. was um, Beale, wasn't it? Yeah. And you had... So he wasn't happy because it was a free-handed thing. But, but when someone hands you a script and it's played Trinity... There's a clue there, isn't there? You know, yeah, there's yeah. a clue that maybe you might have somebody else in it with you. I don't know. It's Blade Trinity. It's not Blade Mono, is it? No. It's not Blade Duo. It's Blade Trinity. You do, oh, right, okay. And I, I don't know. That film is not as bad as everybody thought it was. I don't think so. And a it's lot not of people, as good as the others, though. It's not quite as good, and I will say that... That, I mean, that first one is amazing. That first one is absolutely amazing, and I did like that a lot better than the second one. But the third one, I thought, was a, was a bit of madcap fun, and it had Dracula in it, and you had a cover off a Tomb of Dracula in it, and there was some stuff that I liked. But I did... I did... I got, I got it. I mean, there was one scene in it where Jessica Biel just loads up her playlist... On. And this was a time when Apple had just really making a big push with the iPods. Mm. And she just, and, and what's it? Blade goes, oh, what's she doing? Why is she taking so long? And he went, oh, he's, um, she's just loading up her shuffle, you know, her, her, her uh, iPod. And she actually went, said iPod as well, not uh, whatever. Yeah. 
and then it showed you the iPod, yeah. and then she's literally listening to music while she's dusting vampires, you know, and yeah. um, she's just working her way through all this this fight sequence with music that's on there, with a keep cutting back to big screenshots of this iPod, you yeah, know. Yeah, that's a bit... And I mean, the first one used music brilliantly. That, yeah, o- that opening scene did, in, yeah. in the, the yeah. club is, yeah. is brilliant. Yeah, well, they thought with this one, oh, genius, we'll have loads of clever use of music, and it'll be an unobvious advert because it'll be like using... Yeah. Uh, it's not no, an unobvious... We'd never do that, would we? No, never, not at all. What else have we got to flog? Uh, well, we've got... Um, <laughs> we could also tell you what's under the Horror Channel this weekend. Yeah, well, let's do that then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we love the Horror Channel. We do. And, uh, you know, it's very, very true. Go on then. On Saturday, my pick of the weeks. Yeah. I sh- could have a bed for this next time. I will do. I want the... We ain't got enough beds. Yeah. We haven't got enough I want beds. That, uh, I want that pick of the pops type thing. Oh yeah, no, 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 what? Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun. Oh, I know, I can get that. Dead yeah, easy, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's dead easy. That one. And then I can do me me Savile again. No. Yeah, that's maybe not. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, maybe not at all. No, I'm just laughing <laughs> because I giving you behind the scenes info. Here at Starburst HQ, there was a good conversation took up about half an hour where we were debating with somebody who, who works in uh, media. And we say, right, so when, when is it going to be all right for Savile to, to be back on TV? And he was going, oh, it'll be all right in time. It's got to blow over. I mean, Gary Glitter's slowly turning up we're, again. We're talking about stuff. the Top yeah. of the Pops episode. We're not talking about digging him up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Giving yeah, him yeah, a yeah, new show. On, on like, stuff like cable repeats and stuff. Yeah. Like, when are you? when is it not going to be taboo to put Top of the Pops on? And I said, no, you'll never will with this because it's too bad. They'll never do that. And he said, well, you know... There's, there's places that have had very unpopular people and all that. And I said, well, yeah, but you you can have... Yeah. And he said, well, Hitler's on TV, isn't he? Anyway, yeah, but not in Germany, where it all happened. Mm. They don't, they're very ashamed of that and don't want him on there. And and I think we're a bit ashamed of this and maybe don't. So there you go. So yeah, there's, it, there's background. That's the sort of stuff. That's how we pass our time. And that's why Starburst. the magazine's yeah. always late. <laughs> yeah, that's how we pass our time. We, 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 we put the world to rights about Jimmy Savile. So, so on Saturday at ten to eleven, yes, in the evening, uh, my my recommendation is the House on Haunted Hill, the remake. I love this film. It, it is so much better than you expect it to be. It's better than the original. <gasps> no, I, I won't have that. No, I I like the original. The William I Castle love... original is William is Castle. I worship that film. I worship the the. Um, obviously, Vincent Price, the cast, the, the, it's amazing. I this is one of the best remakes I've ever seen. Yeah. I, I absolutely love the, the setting. Pr- it's the proper haunted house type film. I love yeah. the setting. I love that it's got wobbly heads in it, which I'm always a big fan of wobbly heads. You, sh- you should all be fans of wobbly heads. They're not enough of them. I, I airships wobbly heads, yeah. and now I feel you know what I'm adding monks to this. Because monks are really doing it for me at the moment. I'm, I'm quite happy with monks. Because there's so many different monks that do different things. It's like different action figures. It's brilliant. Anyway, um, I cover the monk situation in, in It's Only a Movie in the next issue. There you go. We'll be another show. This, yeah. it, well, I say, this, 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 I think this, this show is the big show. Yeah, it's the big show. It's shill. the big show, definitely. And it is just one of those situations where uh, I think that that was a magic... 
um, combination. I thought the cast was amazing. I thought Jeffrey Rush was was yeah. that was the point where Jeffrey Rush was appearing on everything. Everybody yeah, loved he, Jeffrey Rush. He'd just done the big film. Yeah. Uh, what was that? Yeah. What was that big film he won the, the Oscar for? Oh, that was it. Oh no, what was it? I can't remember but now. He played the the pianist. I can't remember now. But I, I never, I never bothered with that. Yeah. I liked him in other stuff. I think he's great. And, and he was like, in the King's Speech as well. He was in the King's Speech. Very good in the King's yeah. Speech. He was also very good in the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie, yeah, i.e., the one that I liked. And when as I say the that, one I, that's watchable. I, yeah, I just want to emphasize that the one that I liked. Yeah, because the rest are a trip to cinema hell to me especially that third one, that The World's End. I'd never, as a film, been titled better than that film, at World's End. It felt like, they. that's exactly what it felt like. If, if I thought Batman and Superman was hard to get through, this thing, AI was begging for it to be over. I remember being the happiest I've ever been to see the credits on a film the end of that that was three hours ten minutes wasn't it or something it was it just went on and on and on and on and then you you got and and everything in it was irritating and and you got what's her face as a pirate queen oh yeah uh, what's a who is it bloody okay yeah 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 who who is it now bloody yeah anyway Kira Kira Knightley, yeah, yeah. 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 It's the Pirate Queen. And instead of, like, you know, uh, being all rough and tumble with the lads and all that, she's, like, giving all these orders and she's out with all these burly guys and pirates and she's going, yeah. Uh, but but she just she just looks like she's about to go and, uh, and, and arrange a tea party in Wilmslow, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Anyway, the... House on Hearted Hill is one of the best. Come on, give me at least that. It's one of the best it is, horror remakes it ever. Is certainly, it was. It was like I say, I didn't expect much out of it whatsoever no. because I was sort of in love with the first film, the first original film, mm. and yet it was amazing. It was, and, it was scary. It yeah. was fun. Artistic design is absolutely second to none. It is. On that it's, film. It's the house it, is amazing. It's the house. It, it takes the story, but it doesn't uh, shine. Mister mm. Pollard's just told me. Yeah. Shine, he won the Oscar for. Oh, Shine, right. I thought you meant the movie doesn't shine. I no, thought no, it, no. it shines very brightly, actually. Sorry, that was a bit of a yeah. random interjection, no. but thank it's you, Mr. Right. Pollard. Um, yeah, and the, the opening, it's got a fun fair at the opening, hasn't it? Where they're, yeah. They're oh, not, that, that. The film was... crew and everything that where they're there. Yeah. Which you have to watch out for James Masters, who yeah. was Spike. I absolutely love I, I just thought it was great. I thought that film was great. And it, it was at that point. That say around the Blade time again. Yeah, there was just a glut of really cult movies coming out that yeah. really, and it was great because I just opened Fab Cafe, and this was one of the biggest films we put on at film night there. When during the first six months it was open, I remember and, and you could hear a pin drop when this film was on. It had a massive impact. So excellent, wonderful. Uh, well, what else is there? Sunday, my pick for Sunday. A little bit earlier on, so you, can, you know maybe your kids can watch this as well. Quarter seven. It's Night Creatures, which is the alternate title for Captain Clegg, mm. which is a Hammer film. Peter Cushing in it. Yeah, uh, it's their version of the Doctor Sin story. Yeah, remember the Disney one that yes. had uh, Patrick McGugan. Yeah, in? yeah, uh, yeah. So it's that version, mm. same sort of thing, but they're, they're not allowed to call it Doctor Sin. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, it's got Oliver Reed in it, Milton Reed, who was another Reed, but mm. not not. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> not uh, not related at all as as you would tell if you looked at them. And Patrick Allen, one of the most recognisable yeah, voices. We've said that, haven't we, many times? Yeah. You just know who this guy is. But yeah. yeah, to be honest, any 
Hammer film that's a good Hammer film with Peter Cushing in. It's a given. Just watch it. And this is this is watch it. It's got the the fe- I'm, it's spoiling a little bit, but it's about you know gold oh. gold smuggling and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but mean, th- there's a great moments with skeletons on horses, and the horses are skeletons as well, mm. which you can see on the film posters and things like that. And and obviously people dressed up as this, yeah, to trick people. But it looks stunning and it's amazing. So. Yeah, yeah, that's my pick for Sunday. Well, there you go. So that's something for you to uh, get into. Well, before I reveal the shocking secret about Cameron K. McEwen, a.k.a. Balland, um, yeah, we've listening. just got a couple. Yep, got to keep. Uh, we've got a couple of things to go through. I'll just mention a follow-up on last week's with the Barclays thing. Did go to Barclays, got, got asked, come round, we'll have a chat to you. And I spoke to a lovely lady called Beverly in, in Barclays, mm. and she went out of her way to try and assuage my uh, anger and my uh, control my Twitter outbursts about the crap service that I was getting from Barclays Bank and then all of a sudden like she made she, she was brilliant she was a she dealt with everything that I needed to deal with and then uh, two days later I got my account blocked again <laughs> two days later literally I showed you my phone I got yep. a thing for, I got it blocked again so I couldn't pay for anything for hours I had to wait for everything I had to speak to the uh, fraud department to explain that I am me and it is me buying all this stuff and paying for all these bills nothing glamorous I wasn't buying a speedboat I was just paying bills for the mag and stuff and there, there we go again so yay to Barclays if you're even remotely considering a bank just don't even go there and i mean literally don't even go there. as shia labeouf would say don't do it don't do it no so so the walking dead yeah the walking dead uh, well can i do these emails quick yeah, and then quick, we'll quick. do walking dead yeah. and then we'll ask everybody to rate us on itunes yeah. um uh, andrew pollard is back and he's saying batman v superman thoughts after a week or so i'll be honest i've got to say having seen it again i'm really sold on it now i think snyder has put a near enough masterpiece together in how he's showcased two of the greatest superheroes of all time oh wait nah i've not <laughs> i've not had any head trauma lately so i was gonna no, get worried then it's mostly a steaming turd affleck was good gal gadot that you have to pronounce it like that because yeah. she's israeli there you go heard it from me i'm sure you all knew uh, did well in what she had to do, and that was it. It really, I really did enjoy the first ten, fifteen minutes. It was then largely downhill. I stand by everything I said last week, or was in the review that you did, which was five out of ten, which is on StarburstMagazine.com review yes. section. It surprised me that quite a lot of people have enjoyed the film so much, but then I don't know if sometimes we're too precious about certain characters. But still, there's us being precious, and then there's Zack Snyder putting out a shit film. Two different things. At least Alex Zane said it was good, so that's all that matters, right? Well, according to last week's show, that uh, it sounds like his judgment might be impaired, according to Martin. So <laughs> I'm not sure about that. Harry Harrison says, Good evening. I heard one of your emails talking about the golden age of TV. Yeah, that was last week. I really couldn't agree more, but all the quality is coming from the USA. Even shows like Banshee of our House of Cards are so well written. What's happened to the studios and writers here? We used to be groundbreaking. It sums it all up when you can only talk about Marvel films. The problem is, well, we do have some good shows. There's just not as many of them. And the one show yeah. that we usually talk about a lot, a lot of people have some issues with the new, with the current Doctor Who series by Moffat, but that's a very contentious one. I'm not getting into that on this show. There's not enough money in, it um, in this country anymore. We used to be in the 60s, 70s. It 
Cult TV was us. Cult TV was us. The America just put out stuff that was all standalone episodes. There was some cult stuff like Star Trek and Mission Impossible and all that, but we were cult TV, and it has it has changed. And it's a shame because kudos with stuff like Life on Mars and Ashes to Ashes and mm. Spooks and all this heightened reality stuff, they have actually tried to keep the home fires burning, but that is just one um, that is just one company, and they can't do it alone. And and I think Fantasy Fair. It, it's a shame that we're not putting more out. I agree. I couldn't agree more. That that does upset me because the days where we, we we brought the world, the prisoner, the Avengers, the original Avengers, Steed and Peel, you know, and the rest. Um, you know, this I could go on and on and on and on. The champions, you know, um, man in a suitcase. But I could just go on and on all night. And and since the last decade, since around the era of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, it just started to dry up here. And the America got its shit together. And that's what's happened. Yeah, their systems are better where they can just yeah. get that money. Yeah, I know. William says, hi, guys. Enjoying the show. Mike, I love the Mancunian Candidates radio show you do. My question is, which radio show do you enjoy doing the most? Long-time listener in Stoke. P.S. I will probably come up for your film festival. Should be fun. It will be fun, yeah, William. Be see and it'll be ace to me. Yeah, won't it? But which show do I enjoy the most? Right, I'm I'm more let off the leash because it's not it's recorded in a couple of hours before, um, so I'm off the leash a little bit more because we can pull some stuff back and without me getting the station in a load of trouble on the Mancunian candidates. But it's still weird stuff happens on it. I love both of them. I like um, again. I'm lucky. I work with Martin. It's a laugh, and I work with Paul Ripley. It's a laugh. I get the the arguing gets a bit heated on the Mancunian candidates with me and him because sometimes he is, you see, this is, in, just in case he's listening, uh, he, he gets the wrong end of the stick sometimes, you know. It's just, <laughs> it's, uh, he likes, like he likes Gotham, you know. His judgment's all over the yeah. place, what can I say? So that's uh, that's about it. And now it's the big reveal about Cameron K. McEwen. And, um, yeah, what I... about The Walking Dead? Well, we do Walking Dead. Right. I'll do the reveal and then we'll do The All Walking right, Dead because it'll take... We get, we'll go an extra five minutes. Do you yeah. don't want to tease this reveal a bit longer? Oh, go on then. Let's do yeah, The Walking yeah. Dead. What did we all think? The Walking Dead. Yep, You've this... got about a minute or two to email in. So yeah, the season's finally finished. Yep. We've been meaning to talk about it for the last few weeks, but it's probably good that we've left it mm-hmm. because now we've got the full picture. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's been great. I think it's, since it came back, it's been the most consistent it's yeah. been. Uh, there's been very, there's been no stinker episodes. It's been solid. It's been well. I'll tell you the whole story, even up to the mid break, and then after the break, it's the most solid season of the show yeah. to me. Yeah, and that episode with mm. uh, with Daryl and and Rick. Yeah. Off on their own. That as a comic really a comic relief yeah. episode, which which the show really needed. Yeah. You know, that's what that's that it needed that so badly and, and I thought that was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I did on the whole, I think a lot of people did enjoy this season, unless I'm misreading what I'm I mean, most people are uh supportive of it saying I'm like, yeah, it's great this year. Yeah. But this ending has, has divided people. Yeah, I noticed. I watched it and I get it. It's a, it's sort of a variation on the who shot JR type ending, yeah. sort of. Except this is more a case who, of who carks it. Yeah, who carks it. And in the comic book, we know some of us who've read the comic or are aware of it know who it's supposed to be. But they go against that a lot. Yeah, and some people are saying this would have been way, way, way more dramatic. I'll be honest with you, it would have been more dramatic if, yeah. if I understand why they've done it. 
But my God, if they'd have just killed someone out in that uh, in that brutal manner, the people that weren't expecting it would have been blown away. If it wasn't who it was supposed to be in the comics, which some people would be shocked. And to be honest, if it was the person in the comics, they'd be upset. So that you would have got drama, you would have got upset. And a lot of people are just going, oh, this is because they don't know who they're going to sack or they're not going to renew contracts no, with this. Uh, and no, but some people are saying that. And it's got, I mean, I'm reading it a lot with people saying, well, they've done this because they've been forced to because people are haggling for new contracts. And, and when they think they're being hoodwinked like that, they get to think, well, well, we the guinea pigs who are suffering because you guys can't get your contracts signed up and can't get everything sorted. I think it ended really well, and I mm. like the fact that you don't know who it is. Well, I, 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 I heard, I like the way they cut to different bits of dialogue because I thought I knew who it was, and then um, I quickly watched the, that little bit again because I thought I just heard that, and that means it's whoever, and I was wrong. I got it wrong. It was. Yeah. It there's a lot of noise there that you have to. Yeah. Yeah. So it was. It's quite well done, and I think it's a very, very clever idea. Sound that that just goes oh, when, yeah. it, when it goes to yeah. black. Yeah. Well, they got away from the fact that they couldn't. Um, they Could, couldn't show that level of uh, to a person. If you notice, the gore is that always... happens with zombies is a lot more pronounced than with people. Yeah. So I think there's, there's rules been on a that. Few when that guy mm. got it in the the revolving door. Oh yeah, that yeah, was yeah. Quite yeah. That was bad. Yeah, but normally it's just the zombies that you see getting, you know, really, really badly damaged. Yeah. That. Whereas I, I thought, ooh, you know, this is a bit rough, isn't it? Um, they've changed a few things. I mean, it wasn't the the medic girl wasn't supposed to be got with an arrow through the eye. No. That that was another character who is still alive now. Yeah. So they are changing a lot of things. Daryl, uh, people are saying it might be him because he's an original character to the TV show. He's not in the comics. So yeah. if you get rid of him, it doesn't alter following the storylines. But they have got rid of some very central characters. Yeah. And why they've got away with it is they've switched, say, if it's an old guy... They take the plot lines from him and they put it on another old guy who's in it, or or someone similar gets yeah. the storyline. Yeah, but they've lost the big ones, and and over the years we've not really missed them now. No, not at all. I I think if you put epic season one of the Walking Dead on tonight and start watching it, it'd be like, oh yeah, remember God, him? Yeah. Oh, remember him? Remember, remember him? Her. Yeah, I know. It is. It's had an almost hundred percent cast turnaround. I mean, you've only got the hardcore. There now, it's literally three or four. Yeah, no, but you had like you've had oh twenty regulars killed in this show since yeah. it started. It's an astounding death toll, and it is a survival horror show. So yeah, and it's, that's realistic. Yeah, I know so. that's that's why it doesn't it doesn't bother me so much. It doesn't bother me. Um, I but I do, I get why they're upset, and I I think both would have been all right. I think if you'd have had a brutal death at the end that everyone would be, oh, my God, I want to see what happens after that. And equally, we want to know who it is. But now you're more sort of like wanting the show to come back quicker. But I'll tell you something, and this is this might, this might, I don't know, this might change your opinion a little bit. I don't know. Today, there's been a leak of Arrow, and a paparazzi bellend has gone and... Um, taken a snapshot of a grave and the big storyline is who's dead on arrow who's going to be not coming back because a then they've said that somebody big does die in the show and it's going to be probably in the last episode and it's a mm. big shock and all that and some member of the paparazzi has gone and taken a photograph of the character stood in front of the grave with the gravestone with the name of the character on so it's pretty certain unless they redo a quick rewrite and do something to 
confuse and obfuscate it, the, it's going to be that person. Now, here's the thing. If you'd have had in that final episode X person, whoever it is, brutally killed, boom, you'd have had a massive shock. Yeah. Say it's not the person you're expecting it. You'd have had a massive shock, yeah. Done. Yeah. yeah. Right. I don't trust that they can keep it under wraps till it comes back. No. I don't. I think we're going to find out and have it spoiled. I think that we're going to be aware of of who's dead when it comes back. And can I just say that any promotional shots whatsoever, and bear in mind, we've got to put an issue together where we're going to put a bloody preview in. And I'm going to have to, I'm going to need preview images of that. And it's going to be a nightmare for me. You're not going to know who's not in it. Yeah, no, you might, yeah. If it's just blank pages with some text, yeah, then 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 you know I've not got any pictures. Um, Would you want that? Let's, let email in. Yeah, tell yeah, us, yeah. Tell no, us if you want I think that. we're out of time now. I think we'll have to just uh, we'll have to leave it at that in a minute. But the I'm just waiting to see if there's any last. I, I tell you what, I through. did was impressed with that episode though. What? Uh, Andrew Lincoln's acting in that last. Oh, scene. that last scene. But, but was, you know it what? It was that realization that he's messed up absolutely. Doesn't surprise me. He 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 is a very very good actor, and I'll say he's a me- he's in he does the. He does that thing where he stays in character on set all the yeah. time, and he st- he plays Rick the minute he leaves it's the been, trailer. It's been so much big bollocks for the yeah. last few episodes. You know, yeah. we're all together. We we're can together. Do we're going to do it. We're going to do it. And it was just it's just yeah. that instant thing. His face yeah. just went, "Oh my god!" Yeah, no. I've led and, and, to this, and I and think that's amazing that suddenly he's vulnerable. Suddenly, he's, yeah. And because and what it is, I've been there. I've been I've, whenever I've had a mentor figure or someone I've really looked up to. Whenever I've seen that they're worried about a situation, it get, fills me dire panic because I'm yeah. like, oh, my God, he looks upset. It's like when your parents look upset over something yeah, yeah. or they're panicking about how they're going to possibly fix something. If, if say, you hear that finances are bad and then your parents go, oh, it's all right, we'll get money, we'll get, we won't lose the house or anything, we'll sort everything out, that's great. But when we, you see them literally looking at bills and going, oh, my God, we're, yeah, we're going to yeah. survive, you go, shit. You know? And that's why that scene was so good yeah. because... It was like, yeah, you, anything could happen now. Yeah. The the, the invincible yeah. Rick is now reduced to a wreck. He was a shivering wreck. He, he was like, yeah, I'm going to have to watch people die here. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest, he he, he would have probably been that character, probably would have preferred it be him. Yeah. You know, he's worried about his son. He's worried about whoever. But yeah. I've got to say, you know what? Controversial statement. They did kill an awful lot of his mates, didn't they? <laughs> Egan's mates. He said, yo, he killed people. Then you ki- I sent some other people and then you killed them. And But, mm, but he know. was not uh, swearing. He did. He said shit. And there's not been many shits in this and, from the and beginning. And prick as well. But, yeah, yeah, and there's not been much of that. I think they've gone as far as they could possibly go. But, you know, and I think you've got to... expecting some effing and jeffing. Yeah, no, you're going to get you're gonna get it. You're going to get it on the Blu-ray. Mm. You did, on the uh, the on the on Blu-ray at the end of, of the last the, one. Of the Terminus, Terminus one, yeah. He went, you're fucking with the wrong people. They're yeah. fucking with the wrong people. He said that on the Blu-ray. He yeah. didn't say it in the episode. So that's what's going to happen. You're going to get your uncut Negan. There you go. Yeah. If you want uncut Negan... They, yeah. there you Get have that it. from the, the chippy down the road. So, but I do like, I do like it. It's a bit of a reverse. Who shot Jr? I think it's a nice talking point, and I think it's getting people excited again. Yeah, I think. and just to finish the show before the big reveal, I'll just say, um, Mounty's emailed in. He said, Yay. "I'm in two minds over the Walking Dead finale, but then I've lost a lot of respect for the show since the Glenn Dunstan <laughs> yeah, debacle." Exactly. Hey, I'm with you, Mounty, and and I said at the time this Called is it. ridiculous, but. 
I didn't like being right about that. I really didn't because the when they took it, I thought I might, I, I, wavered, I wavered a little when they took his name off the credits, but I still stuck to it and went, nah, it's a con this. Anyway, it's looking a bit as if the producers are a bit edgy about uh, keeping their viewing figures up and are resorting to cheap stunt cliffhanger tactics to keep people on board. I remain open-minded but can't help thinking that we've seen the best of The Walking Dead and yes, we're bound to find out who carked it somewhere before the next season starts. Absolutely, mm. Mr. Mount. I, that is my problem with this. We've just had a massive spoiler today. There's no way, whereas if they'd have just hit us with a brutal whatever last night, we'd have all been, oh my God, and I don't think they're going to retain that shock because it's going to get leaked. And that's my problem with it. But I will say that Andrew Lincoln was awesome in the final scene where he looks terrified and utterly beaten and you could really sense that he had nothing up his sleeve this time and he really thinks it's the end of the road at last. Be interesting to see where the show goes in season seven. Couldn't agree more. What an acting tour de force that that was. And we're going to have to go now. So I'm just saying about the big reveal. Yeah, the big reveal is actually bollocks that. What it is, I just said it because their solicitors listened to the show and that means that they've had to go and listen to the entire show right to this point and they've had to transcribe the entire show up until this point and I just love fucking about and making sure that they have a very unpleasant time that Balland is upset and that, that everybody Have you got uh, any more noises about. that they have to transcribe? Uh, I can't think of any. I mean, a, a chicken noises. I'm got any dog. Woof, 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 There we go. I mean, any other weird noises. I'll think of something next week. But it's great because they have to type that into a transcript. So it's ace. So yeah, big reveal. Sorry about that, everyone. Yeah, but but it's no, it's no great shock anyway. The the guy doesn't do anything. He's an absolute prick. So he's not nothing of note would, would be happening in any case in my opinion if you want my uh, honest opinion is uh, one of these uh, one of those type of Doctor Who fans <laughs> oh dear I shouldn't say that out loud and that is the music and even though we've run over a little bit that is it I'm not here next week but I will be I'll hope hopefully be um, getting in a bit of bother and then phoning up <laughs> something yeah. like that help and, and Martin will be looking after you and all will be treat well. me well indeed so that's it until next time I have been Mike he has been Martin and he will see you next week
Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m., exclusive to Fab Radio International. Starburst Radio, brought to you in association with Arrow Films.